This is the Lost Start of Communication, hosted by Molly and Trisha. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Lost Start of Communication podcast. Today, we are doing a special episode that we hadn't planned on recording, but in light of recent events, we thought it would be a great topic to cover and one that a lot of people could really use some insight on which is the topic of communication with people who are grieving, experiencing tragedy, or going through any sort of difficult situation. A lot of people, when they know a loved one or a friend is going through a challenging situation, like a sick family member or a natural disaster or things like that, don't know what to say, and often people will fail to reach out at all because they're worried about saying the wrong thing or they feel uncomfortable in that situation, which is a shame because it's in those times that people need other people to reach out the most. I personally have had a very trying year with a family member whose health is not so great, and then Just last week, I was in Panama City Beach when Hurricane Michael hit, and the devastation from that was tremendous, and so that's what prompted this episode. We'll be drawing from both of our personal experiences and the things that people have done and said to us when we're experiencing tragedy that stood out as being really great ways to communicate. First of all, I want to say you're being super strong for talking about this just a week after. It is literally the week after Hurricane Michael hit, and um, I do appreciate bringing up this topic because it's very important and it is raw right now. So um, good job for you, Trisha. And I'm excited to hear what your thoughts are because, I mean, it's happening to you right now, and it's probably you have a lot of thoughts on it. And things so I'm I want to hear about it and it's probably going to prompt me to remember some things that happened to me um in the past too so thank you Molly it's last year Molly was the one in the hurricane situation so I'm sure as we start talking it'll jog your memory from when you went through Irma in Naples but it's funny because when we were first brainstorming ideas for the show and I mentioned communicating with people who are grieving We were both like, eh, we don't really know what to say for that. So we were a little hesitant to do this episode. We know that it's a very sensitive topic. So take everything we say with a grain of salt, knowing that it might not always work. But we can talk about the things that we find to be effective and comforting for us when we're in those troubling times. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So the first point I want to make is that if you know someone is going through a challenging time, whether that's a breakup, whether it's they're in a city that's being hit by a hurricane, whether it's you know that their grandfather is ill, say something. That's the most important thing. Before you start worrying about what am I going to say, how do I say the right thing, know that you have to say something. It's not about you. It's about the other person. Even if it's something as small as a text that says, hey, I know you're going through a tough time. Please know that I'm thinking of you. That's fine. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to give the 
most the best advice in the world you don't have to say the perfect thing but just letting the other person know that you're thinking about them goes a really long way because in those times when you're grieving it's the most um alone you're probably going to feel and you feel like you're dealing with Mm -hmm. everything on your own and you feel like there's no one there to support you so just even those little texts and calls are just I'm thinking of you is really important to hear um and as the person reaching out I it is hard to be like, what do I say? What do I do? I don't know. But regardless, just sharing the fact that you're thinking of them is amazing for that purpose. Yeah. I just thinking, of course, talking about Hurricane Michael, since that's the most fresh in my mind, the, I was very hurt by some people that didn't reach out. And now that I am I've had a little bit more time to process things a little more logically. I can recognize, okay, maybe this person didn't see the news. Maybe they didn't know this was happening. Maybe they forgot. I'm from Panama City, whatever, whatever. But in when you're going through something challenging like that, people are extra sensitive. And so I was hypersensitive. And so we didn't have service most of the time. But when I got service and I checked my phone and I expected to have messages from certain people that weren't there... I was crushed and I was like, wow, this person isn't thinking of me, even though so many other people reached out and I was so grateful for that. It's, you still think about the people that didn't and that still can be hurtful. And it made me think about all the times that I didn't reach out to people who I knew were going through a tough time because I felt awkward or because maybe they didn't want to talk about it. And you don't know if people are going to want to talk about things. Sometimes they're not going to want to. And that's why it's okay to just say, hey, I'm thinking of you. If you do want to talk about it, I'm here without prying. I think that's the key is like just giving the space to if you if they want to. Like you don't know what that person needs and you can't. That's probably something else we're going to talk about is like assume what they need. Like let's distract them. Let's do all these things. But like what you can assume they need is just to be reached out to and then giving them the space to tell you what they need. Oh, tell me some funny stories. Mm-hmm. I'm really stressed. Or yeah, can I call you? I need to talk about it. Just like giving them the space to talk to you if they want to. Yeah. And I was so touched and continue to be so touched by the people that do reach out, even if it's nothing. But there are people who I haven't talked to in 10 years that messaged me and that made me feel so special and so loved and uh, and I think the fact that another, like sorry mm-hmm. um that like they were probably so awkward about that too like oh my gosh should I text Trisha or whatever like it's been so long mm-hmm. but the fact that that's showing right now Trisha was like felt loved from that so even if it's a little awkward mm-hmm. those are the kind of times like yeah reach out <laughs> it's worth it it's so so worth it the other thing though is don't be afraid to call. Mm -hmm. And if you're afraid to call, because what if that person's not ready to talk? If they're not ready to talk, they're not going to (laughs) answer the phone. Exactly. I had a friend who her apartment recently burned down. And when I saw her Facebook status explaining it, I called her right away. And she told me later that I was the only phone call that day that she answered. And she didn't realize how important that human connection was and how much better she felt afterwards so again she answered it because she wanted to but she got other phone calls that day that she ignored so if you're afraid that maybe they won't want to talk don't worry about it because they'll be the ones who decide that but at least by making that gesture of calling you're offering that to the person Mm -hmm. yeah I know when I got phone calls and stuff um during Irma I couldn't really talk but I did appreciate the fact people tried to call and stuff which was really nice 
Okay, cool. So then first step is say something. Don't be afraid to reach out and tell people that you're thinking of them. But then, of course, there's the question of what do I say? I don't want to say the wrong thing. I feel weird about it. So let's talk through some good phrases and things that you can use and some general do's and don'ts. Yeah. It's really important that you try to read the situation and understand what the other person may be thinking. I know personally, sometimes I don't tell people when I'm going through a tough time because I don't want to make them upset for me. But then in the end, people are often like, if I don't tell Molly something and I tell her weeks later, she's like, Trisha, why didn't you talk to me about that? And I say, well, I didn't want to make you upset about it. And she's like, hello, I'm your friend. That's what I'm here for. So to be respectful of where the other person might be coming from, let them know they can talk to you. And when they do open up, be their support system and let them know like, hey, in the future, that's not going to upset me. That's what I'm here for. Actually, something that you said once when I was, I don't remember the situation. I cry and I'm emotional all the time. But when I was doing some crying and being emotional at one point in my life, um, I remember that I like didn't call Trisha like for the sixth time that day or something. I don't know. I just didn't reach out at one point. Um, And... I told her, I was like, I didn't want to burn on you. I didn't want to, like, tell you all these things. And Trisha, you said, um, actually, like, selfishly, it makes us, like, it makes me feel closer to you when we do these things. So, like, it's not just for you to vent. It's for me to also feel, like, closer to you and build that um, connection more as vulnerability, as we know that does. So, um, think of the other person and think about them, too. Like, they do want to help. Friends do want to help. So, reach out to them if you want it that's true that is very true is because people do like helping and we selfishly do feel better when we help people I think what's the most challenging is when you know someone is going through a situation where you can't help them yeah so for example my entire town was demolished what is someone supposed to say to make me feel better in that moment So we'll just go through some examples of things that people have said to us in certain situations that were helpful and things that maybe were less helpful. One that comes to mind is I was once dealing with a family situation and someone told me, I can't imagine what you're going through. My heart is bursting for you. And that just showed me a level of empathy, even though part of me felt bad that he was taking on my that burden, as we say, the empathy that he showed by saying, I feel for you, and this was really helpful. So phrases like that, I feel for you, my heart is bursting for you, I'm sorry about what you're going through, anything that's sincere will be appreciated. I totally agree with that. And like... I think it's nice when people don't try and fix your problems that can't be fixed. Like, I don't know. It's Mm -hmm. just annoying. So it doesn't make me feel better. I think that kind of message is always well received. Like, I think that's great. My heart is bursting for you. Um, Mm -hmm. Just kind of those endearing um, phrases that let you know the person is feeling for you. And not feeling the same way and not saying things like, Say you had a family crisis, and then I would respond saying, oh, man, I know what you're feeling with. When my family went through that same thing, Mm la-di-da-di-da, it doesn't help. (laughs) Yeah, I think that that's okay eventually. But the thing is, when someone's, you know, 
and what I mean is I think bringing in your own personal experiences and relating is okay at a certain juncture, but at the very beginning when the wound is open and fresh, the person probably just needs the space and the time to talk and to be heard and to say, to wallow in their self-pity. And that is important because if the first thing you say is, oh yeah, when I went through a hurricane, blah, 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 yeah, it might be helpful to a degree, but at the same time, if I'm going through this right now, the only thing I can really focus on is right now. I don't for when reaching out to people is I personally, if I'm in the, if something has just happened and someone starts talking about everything happens for a reason, you're going to get through this, blah, blah, blah. That will be helpful later when I can really step back and look at the situation and be grateful for everything. But in that very first moment, if you tell me everything happens for a reason, I'm not really going to internalize that. I'm not going to feel it. That's too forward thinking. The first step, we have to grieve and process what's going on. So let people do that. Don't the something that the girl whose house burned down, what she said to me was that so many people that day were saying things like that, like, oh, you're going to get through this, like, just, you're strong, you're gonna, everything happens, you know, it's fate, blah, 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 and she's like, it was just too fresh, like, I just needed to be sad about the fact that I lost all my possessions, and that's okay, people need to be sad, so don't try to push them out of, or don't try to force them to not feel those feelings because that's the first step and you have to do that. You have to address those. When people say that kind of stuff to me when I'm going through um, tough times, not even trauma, just like a crappy day, like I start Mm -hmm. feeling guilty for feeling sad. And then what I usually Mm -hmm. end up saying is, you're right, you're right, okay, bye. And then I'll usually get off the phone and cry. Mm -hmm. But like I feel so guilty for even having had told them that information and then I feel guilty for feeling Mm -hmm. sad. So I just pretend to not feel sad. And I'm like, you're right, I I will be okay. And it's it's fake and it doesn't feel good. (laughs) That is such a great point. One thing, and I know that people are coming from the best of places and so they're just trying to help. But and these are tricky waters, I, too. Like, it's hard to figure out these things. We're not saying, like, this is super easy. These are hard. And that's the natural thing. I'm so sorry, but you are so strong. Like, let's build them up and let's make them feel good. But um, just sometimes it doesn't work. And just take a pause and think about that before you say it. Yeah, because it can feel dismissive. Mm-hmm. One thing that I don't like to hear is when I'm going through something like that is you're strong. <laughs> and I know that probably feels counterintuitive. But if someone's like, you've got this, you're so strong. I hate feeling, I hate hearing that because to me, the word strong is often associated with not being emotional and showing vulnerability and crying and processing emotions is sometimes considered weak. But in my opinion, it takes a lot more emotional and mental strength to process your emotions on the spot. So for me, during Hurricane Michael, when I was seeing all the devastation, there was a day where I just couldn't stop crying, and I was crying all day. And fortunately, everyone in my family that was around me just let me do that because they knew that's how that I cope. But if someone were to say to me, stop crying, be strong, I would. that is a hollow 
shield to get through something. And if I were to do that, which I saw a lot of people doing that, they weren't processing their emotions. They're saying like, okay, we're going to get through this. That's okay. But my fear for them is that eventually they're going to have a breakdown because they didn't process the emotions as they came. And so we're not here to tell you how to handle your emotions and how to grieve, but don't try to make people move on faster than they're ready. At a certain point, I will be ready, and I will say, I would love to hear, oh, you're so strong for having gone through that, mm-hmm. or you're strong for talking about this right now, like Molly said in the beginning. That was nice to hear, because it didn't just happen. Yeah. I think I've thought about this a lot, because a lot of um, people in my life usually, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a crier, people in my life <laughs> usually try to be like, stop crying. <laughs> Um, I hate, don't ever tell someone not to yeah. cry. Let people cry, okay? Yeah. Um, but I think what I've found out through the years um, is that they say that, and it's helped me become a little bit more understanding, but I feel like they say that because they become uncomfortable themselves and they mm-hmm. don't know what to do with that information. So their mm-hmm. root, ups, the root reason why they're upset is they feel uncomfortable. Um, so they're response in turn is oh stop crying you'll be fine I don't understand why you're crying just suck it up um which I've heard still suck it up stop saying that (laughs) um definitely so I think it comes from their root uncomfortable root of being uncomfortable but just take some perspective and yeah but I mean to their defense it's also if I see someone that I love crying I'm going to be sad for them and I crying generally equals a negative emotion and so we want to say stop crying because we don't want the person to feel the negative emotion but it's really important not to do that and to let the person grieve however they want to and to encourage other people to express themselves if we if we say suck it up you're not letting that person feel their feelings it was so sad one of my neighbors they decided to stay through the hurricane in their home and they have a nine-year-old boy and the poor boy you can just tell is scarred but they're not letting him talk about it they're saying like oh you had so much fun in the hurricane I like the look on his face he's like no I didn't have fun fun during the hurricane he had so much fun during it and it it's just I feel so bad for him because he's not being wow. allowed to express himself and to say how he feels and especially important for children but we all need this even as adults but let other people express themselves don't inflict your own what you think they should be feeling don't impose that and on that's them totally them trying to avoid the fact that like their son is probably dealing with a lot of emotions so they're just applying those emotions on him for themselves which is so sad <laughs> That's really, really mm-hmm. sad. I don't like that. That whole family is going to have a huge breakdown a few months from now mm-hmm. because they're not dealing with it now. And, like, that chi- and that child's not going to learn how to deal with his emotions and cope. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know I'm being a big ball of sadness this whole week, but I need to do that because if I put up a fake barrier and keep these things hidden inside me. And I know a lot of people listening right now are like, oh, that's so weak. Like, just move on. Don't cry. (laughs) I don't think so. You're probably going to break down from it eventually. So you need to express these things. And again, sometimes people aren't criers. I am a big crier, so I have a hard Mm -hmm. time understanding people who don't cry. But there are Mm -hmm. other ways people do express their emotions. Do whatever you need to do to express your emotion. Like, if it's not crying, it might be screaming or whatever. Like, 
don't scream at someone, but you know, go release your energy some other way. It might be spending time alone and some people, it might seem withdrawn, but as long as they, that might be how they cope is to spend some time by yourself. And so don't force them to talk because not everyone, I want to talk when I'm upset about something, but some people don't. And so don't force them. It's really about whatever you say, make sure that you're putting things on the other person's territory. Yeah. So one thing, one expression that someone said to me that I thought was a, a good one, not in this particular situation for me, but she said, you've gotten through harder things so you can get through this. In this particular situation, I've never gone through a more difficult experience and I hope never to do that again. But I think in something like a breakup, perfect thing. You've gotten through tougher things. You got this. That's okay. Or not even adding that you got this, but you've gotten through harder things. See, for me, I don't know. I think if I Mm -hmm. were going through a breakup, I would be like, well, this feels like crap right now. Let me feel like crap right now. And again, it's that's with the timing though, right? So Mm -hmm. um, I think that's one that's, and again, these are all different for different people. So you kind of have to ask and feel what kind of things they want to hear. Yeah. So the, That's a good point, too, is there are only so many good phrases we can say, but what will never fail is asking someone, let's say you don't know what to say to someone who's going through something, saying, what can I do to help? Yeah. Question. Ask questions. How are you feeling? Do you want to talk about it? What can I do to help? I'm sorry for what you're going through. Please know that I'm here if you need anything. I would say... In general, saying things like, let me know what I can do, people aren't going to really say anything, whereas if you make it a stronger statement of, what can I do, then people are more likely to respond. Oh, and that's a really usually good it's it's going to be something like, nothing, just say your prayers, or just think of me, or send good vibes, or whatever it is that that person believes but by asking, you're at least giving them the chance to tell you. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good clarification. Though. Like, what do you need? As in, like, I'm at my door, ready to leave the house and do what you need me to, as opposed to, let mm-hmm. me know. I'm sitting on my couch watching TV, but, like, just let me know if you need anything. That's how I picture it in my brain. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's true for so many different things. Like, at work, too, if you're like, let me know when works for a meeting versus can Thursday at 6 p.m. work for a meeting. It's, but... Yeah, it works for a lot of different situations, for sure. Yeah. So, in general, you want to let people feel heard, ask them the things that, ask them what you can do to help, show empathy, and I would say don't be afraid to check in too much. Sometimes people feel like they're being annoying by asking a lot. I would maybe not check in more than once a day. And if you don't hear back, wait a few days. But I really appreciated the people that a few days later say, hey, just checking in. Literally, it can just be a text that says, just checking in. And that makes me know, oh, they're still thinking of Mm -hmm. me. I think I did that with you with the hurricane. Like, and I knew you didn't have power, but Mm -hmm. I was like, I I don't feel comfortable not saying something. So I think I said something like, I know you don't have power, but let me know when you do check in with me or whatever. Um, Which was so nice for me to see that. Well, I was thinking of you, so I texted you. (laughs) Which is good, and I think that's the whole point is often we think of people and we don't text them. So this whole experience made me realize during Hurricane Florence, which hit North Carolina, I have several friends 
who are from North Carolina, I didn't reach out until a few weeks later when I was like, oh yeah, I wonder if so-and-so's parents' house is okay. Because keep in mind, everyone's living their lives. So if you're not in the situation, it's nothing to you. You've got your whole life going on around you. The world still turns. And I think that's what's really hard for people going through tough situations personally is accepting the fact that not everyone is in that same situation. So even if like I'm going through a breakup or something and everyone else is having a fine time, in my head I might be, oh my gosh, how can they be having such a great day when I'm over here having this terrible thing going on? It's hard when you're in a really sensitive situation to remember that. And uh, I forget where I was going with this. but I mean, I was just going to say I agree and like it's – I'm just thinking back on Irma when I had two weeks off of work and I literally just had to be doing lawn work and cleaning up the debris around my house for two weeks. And I was like, how can you guys be thinking of anything else besides like the destruction that happened here? And that's, that's a hard like thing to have to perspective take, but I mean, Mm -hmm. do it, but also people reach out. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's how I'm feeling now. It's like, how can I be happy about anything because of all this destruction that's going on. But at the same time, we have to recognize if we're the ones going through that tough time, the whole world does not need to be sad just because we're sad. If that were the case, no one would ever be happy ever because there are always tragedies happening in some corner of the world and we always see them on the news and we are like, look at it for a second and then it's like, okay, what's for dinner? Until you're in that situation yourself, I don't think people realize the, the gravity of it. At the same time, we can't be sad all the time for everyone, but it is important to reach out to those people and say, hey, just so you know, I do care. I am thinking of you. If I'm going through a tough time, I don't want to bring the entire world down with me, so I'm not saying be sad for me 24-7, but just the occasional check-in that says, hey, I'm rooting for you. You're going to get through Like, I'm thinking about you, and uh, that's just nice to hear Mm -hmm. without imposing, like, Oh, you're be strong. You got this. It's just tell me that you're thinking of me, and that makes me feel better. Yeah. It doesn't need to be some huge gesture. I wholeheartedly agree with all of the advice we have given. <laughs> mm-hmm. And little things. So I'm thinking about a few years ago, my grandfather passed away. This girl, I didn't know that well. She knew that he passed away, and so she brought me a chocolate bar, and I thought it was nice. And it's nothing huge, but it's just a little token to say, "Hey, I'm." thinking of you and people do get awkward and they don't know what to say and so understand that and respect that but if you're not sure of what to say remember saying something is better than not saying anything actually that brings up a good point I know we need to be wrapping up but um when I had this weird eye thing going on um a couple Mm -hmm. years ago it's vague but weird um my whole office that I worked with like nobody really knew what to do because I didn't know what was going on I was like wearing an eye patch and it was weird um but (laughs) people like just left flowers on my desk when I got back into work um and that office was very poorly managed but um because so no one saw each other so like people weren't going to see me all day really Mm -hmm. but they did send me a message they didn't say anything really but they did like leave me flowers which was super nice so again just sharing that you're thinking of someone through whatever way you can is helpful Mm mm-hmm Yeah, I love that because then it's not like in your face, hey, talk to me about this right now, but it's just letting people know that you are my parents. Whether it be over text, over a call, over a gift, be in tune with love languages, but yes. (laughs) 
to speak from the other end, if you are the person going through the difficult time, recognize that it is hard for people to comfort you and they want to say the right things, but it's tricky. And so if you're just staring at them like, this is awful, this is so bad, and they're trying to help you and they're like, I don't know what to say, and you're just, you don't appreciate, you have to show your appreciation for them reaching Mm -hmm. out. So make sure if someone does reach out, acknowledge, like, that was difficult for them. So say thank you, be appreciative, say I appreciate the sentiment, it's okay. There's nothing you can say to help me. That actually helped makes me feel better when I remember talking to a friend whose father had passed away and she reassured me and said, you know, there's nothing you can say that's going to help, but I appreciate you thinking of me. That's helpful because then it takes the pressure off me to say the right thing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I could say if I say everything happens for a reason. That's not going to feel good for her in the moment. If I say, I can't imagine what you're going through Sure, it'll help a little, but just, just there's nothing right that you can say, but just being there is enough. And so the fact that she said that to me was like, great. So make sure that if someone is reaching out to you, that you show your appreciation for that and that you do the same if they're in a tough situation. Mm-hmm. And these are tough things, but I think it's important to talk about, and everyone's different. Talk to your friends, talk to your family, mm-hmm. see what they need. You'll do great mm-hmm. with whatever happens then. Yeah. So if you know anyone in the Panhandle of Florida <laughs> who just went through Hurricane Michael, make sure to reach out to them because they will appreciate Please it. Please do. So, Molly, any takeaway homework from this episode? I think the homework is um, reach out regardless of how awkward it is for you on your end. Mm-hmm. It'll mean so mm-hmm. much. To make it, yeah, my take home to make it a little more specific <laughs> and tangible is. Think of a person that you know went through a tough time or is going through something. It doesn't matter if it was three years ago. Reach out to them. Say, hey, I am sorry for what you're experiencing or have experienced in the past. I just want you to know that I'm thinking about you and I hope you're doing well. I like it. It's definitely better if they're going through something currently. But even if it's a time in the past and you say, hey, I realized that I never commented on that thing you were going through and I just want you to know that I was worried for you in that time. I think that would be really touching for people. Yeah, I agree. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. This is a little – we'll try to make next episode a little more upbeat, but we appreciate you tuning in. This is a really important topic that obviously has personal implications for both of us. So again, this is just our – both of our perspectives if you guys have any other like ideas that you're like that's not how I process when I grieve like let us know we love hearing mm-hmm. different people's perspectives on how um they communicate so let us know if you think mm-hmm. we were totally off we were spot on we love to hear it reach out to us at lostartofcommunication <laughs> at gmail.com or instagram lost art of communication or facebook lost art of communication mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a wonderful day. Bye, guys.